You look like a DJ. Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh my god, it's off a beast. I think, I think we can start it there. Oh, right there. Yeah, okay. Good morning. Or good night, depends where you are. Nope. Sorry, if you're not listening to this in the morning, you better pause this and you better play it in the morning. But what no, if I have not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Some wine, so I have But you're a teacher. You can't drink. Biggest myth ever. Hi, we're here to debunk that myth tonight. Welcome to Mythbusters. <laughs> I'm Adam Savage. I don't And re- I'm Jamie Heinemann. Oh, Jamie. And welcome to Mythbusters. <laughs> yes, we are here to debunk one of the world's biggest myths. Been in question since... 1994. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what is that question? No, it's a myth. It's not a question. Sorry, what is that myth? <laughs> Teachers don't drink. Oh, yeah. Big one. That's a bigger one. Yeah, it's a hu- it's one of the top ones. What are you throwing at me? I didn't throw anything. Bing. I mean, what what was our findings from tonight? What do you think? False. <laughs> Myth busted. We are here with the argument that teachers might be one of the groups that drinks the most. <laughs> oh, okay. She's just outing herself. No. Sorry. No. Jamie. No. Heinemann. No, but honestly, you need to blow off the stress sometimes, okay? And I know if you've ever been out on a Thursday to a restaurant, you've probably seen a group of teachers drinking for happy hour. Before Friday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday night drinks. Thirsty Thursday, babe. Oh. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like posting pictures of people you were thirsty for. No! <laughs> uh, I I am 40. Maybe nine. in your world, on your Instagram feed. Oh, if I had one. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Welcome to episode... Is this 17? 18. 18? I see, I thought we did Sweet 16. Yeah. I don't know. Is it that, that I was going to make a, a legal joke for In a while. If I knew where my phone was, I'd look. I see it. I've been playing with it. I'm sorry. What it is I also just burped. Spotify. Excuse me if that caught. That's gross. Look, okay. Um, I don't have to be perfect all the time. It's so hard being perfect. <laughs> this is episode 18. We're <gasps> legal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We can no long. No, you can't buy cigarettes at 18 anymore. You have to be 21 now. Since when? I think Trump passed that law when he was in office. What can you do at 18 these can days? You, what, Go to war. What 18-year-old is buying cigarettes? Do 18-year-olds smoke? Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. How do you know? I knew kids in high school who smoked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were they just trying to, like, look the part? I I'm angsty. I just knew that. <laughs> she knew of them. I don't know. I feel like, especially nowadays, maybe not cigarettes but nicotine is like the theme oh yeah high schoolers well it's weird i will say like the vapes and the puff bars yes but cigarettes but also 
I think it's please. easier to get vapes than to get cigarettes. Well, please don't vape, though, because it's just as bad. I feel like just we were in... When we were in high school, we were at the time where, like, vaping hadn't really caught on with younger kids yet. Like, yeah. a few kids did it. Yeah. But now I just imagine, like, high school classrooms <laughs> filled with, like, vape clouds. Imagine trying the to walk down the like, hallway. Trying to, like, clear out the room. They've got, like, a rag, and they're shaking it around. They're like, guys, it's time for the pledge. And then other kids in the back are making TikToks. Oh, high school sounds scary. Doesn't it sound so scary? I think about it all the time. Oh. You know what else I think about? Oh, it, This is going to get a little... Yourself, guys. A little scary. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So we did our lockdown drill this week. Oh. We had an intruder drill, which... If uh-huh. you're a teacher, or if you ever went to school, you know. Like, like most people did. Yeah. Um, you do an intruder drill in case someone dangerous is in or around the building. Um, but our school has a high school and a middle school connected to the campus. And a lot of school shootings happen at high schools. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that makes me nervous because they could easily just walk into our elementary building. You know? Yeah. It's a yeah. sad reality. I'm going to be honest, I never think about the high school. Really? No. Oh, my gosh. I always thought... The middle school, because it's so close to us, but the high school, I don't know. I mean, I know we have, like, high school aides in our mm-hmm. uh, elementary so nice, building, though. but I never... But I always think, never like... Think about it. Well, when I was going to... Well, I was looking for jobs, I was like, oh, I'm just going to teach an elementary school. Like, usually, you know, I shouldn't really have to worry about school shootings. But look at Sandy Hook. Like, they happen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's scary. But anyways, <laughs> this is uh, our podcast, and we are shifting into um, talking about education. I think we explained that or mentioned it in the last episode. Yeah, the last episode was, like, all about how we're shifting yes. into, like, a new topic. Yes. Uh You'll still get the same old Hope and Lindsay interactions. Yeah, and if you don't like that, why are you still listening? Yeah, it's episode 18. Go somewhere else. Yeah. But don't. Or we need, stay. We need listeners. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't even, I haven't, I haven't checked the statistics on episode oh. 17 because it had been a long time since episode 16. Yes. Yes. Uh, we need to get a little more consistent before we look at the stats. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. This weekend, I don't have anything planned this weekend, and I'm already amazed that it's basically Sunday. I'm sad that it's basically Sunday. What did I do today? Laminate things. We Laminated 400 so pieces of paper. Yesterday, Hope bought a laminator from Target, a I personal just, one. We have a laminator at work, free to use, but it breaks down a lot or, like, gets messed up or we run out of laminating. Film. I don't know. Film. Not film. Yeah, film a lot. And I just have been wanting to laminate some things to help organize my classroom for only, like, a week. But I just broke down. And I was like, oh, you know what? I know laminators are expensive. But let me just look and see. They're actually only $25. Mm-hmm. I don't know what in my mind told me they were, like, 90 mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's going to be so expensive. You know? Like, we'll see. And I then, think it's just the pouches that end up costing more because you have to buy more th- over time. But then, like, even the pouches, like, when you do the math, they're only, like, for, like, I got 150 pouches for $30. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's what? Five pouches? Sure. Wait. 150 divided by 30 is five. 
Mm-hmm. So is that five pouches for a dollar? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I teach kindergarten. We don't yes, have to do multiplication. Is five pounds for a dollar, which is, what, 20 cents a pound? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, eh, it's not terrible. In my it's opinion, not, like, I if, don't, it, if it gives you peace of mind, it's worth it. If anything gives you peace of mind, it's worth it. Like, I definitely don't want to eliminate everything I've like everything I've ever, I'm gonna ever laminate with my laminator. Yeah. But it's really nice one because it's thicker film so than the last thick. school. So thick, three milliliters. <laughs> thick boys. But you it's... heard yourself right because milliliters are liquid. <laughs> so I don't think that would be very useful. Well, then I don't know what it is. Millimeters. Mm is milliliters. It was mm. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was mL. That's milliliter, yeah. <laughs> you definitely don't laminate in milliliters unless you. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Yeah, you use my thermal laminator. I think I know. But I use my liquid film. It didn't oh, break. Is that why it started smoking? No, that's not why. No, that's because it turned 18. <laughs> <laughs> no, it had to be 21, though. Oh, shoot. It's breaking Should we the tell law. someone? <laughs> no, don't be a snitch. Don't be a snitch. Okay, snitches get stitches. Um, no, it is a nice backup, very nice backup That's... for when the laminator at school is unavailable to us. Yeah, and what's nice, God, who's gonna find this conversation? <laughs> We're like reviewing the Scotch thermal <laughs> I give it five stars so far. So far, it did shut off once when I was laminating, and what, but. We laminated a lot of stuff at once. I Y'all. probably laminated like 60 things. I bought a, a pouch of 65 pouches. Mm-hmm. A pouch. <laughs> I bought a pack of 65 pouches. God, this is such a relatable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I had three pouches left. Wait, do the math. That's five pouches <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> okay, listeners, if I laminated... 63, if I used 63 pouches during my lamination and each pouch cost 20 cents, how much money did I spend on my lamination total? <laughs> do you do the math? We'll put the answer in, in the description. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a Topo Chico Tallboy. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> What'd you say? You didn't hear me? No. I am drinking a Topo Chico Tallboy. No, what'd you say after that? No, that was it. Was that just a laugh? Yeah. (laughs) So you said something in that laugh. I said you didn't hear me? No, you said it before. You said like, adjusting. No, I said I'm drinking a Topo Chico Tallboy. I'm I'm going to re-listen. Okay. I listen to every podcast. I would never listen to this podcast. In 1.5 speed. (laughs) Listen, 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 listen. I listen to audiobooks. Dead ass. On on there's the, first, there's the first. Good thing we're eighteen. On two times speed. That's effed up. No, it's not. I can no, understand it, it. But I can no, understand it. But like how much do you understand? No, I can really well, to the he, trained no, ear you here's can understand. Myth busting question. Okay, so listen up. Okay. Uncover your ears with all that hair. No, I can't do that. All right. Well, we'll see you guys for the 19th episode. (laughs) 
Do you think you absorb as much information on two times speed as regular speed? Yes. I think you're a bold faced <laughs> liar. Because one time speed is way too slow. Way too slow. Yes, I had to work my way up to two times speed. 1.5 is a good place to, like, it's a good, like, middle ground. Do you read in your mind at what you think is two times speed? No. Then how can you absorb it? I don't know. I just can't. It's I don't not believe that, it. It's not that hard. <laughs> I've listened to it, and I get the gist, but I think you miss a lot. Well, sometimes, though, it's just like, in my mind... Also, as a witness, I would like to say, you're usually doing something else when you're listening to it. Rarely are you sitting there listening to an audio Well, that's the point. If People I'm going like, to sit there, then I'll just read. But But you're not like doing homework you're like full-on cooking a meal yeah i can applying for a new driver's license no i'm not and like blending something and you're like "Mm, this is a good book no i'm I'm sorry i can't hear it over everything else you're doing wow that's hurtful no i will say i like to listen to them really i feel like when i absorb the most sometimes yes i get off track that's because it's hard to focus on audiobooks sometimes. That's why I, I can't. My I have listened to audiobooks at one time speed, mm-hmm. and my brain needs to be seeing something when mm-hmm. I hear it. My brain doesn't because I'm superior, which is fine. Mm. She's been saying that a lot lately, <laughs> and I, I won't say the other reasons why she thinks she's superior because this is this is for children. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope not. For your sake, I hope not too. Um, I need to see the words. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I think that's why I always took notes in like school is because oh, yeah. I need to see something while I hear something. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're agreeing. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, but you don't. Well, I prefer but you don't see anything. I know. I prefer to see things. That's why I like reading a book more. But if I'm cooking, I can't be reading. But I can listen to an audiobook, so it's like, okay, it's the next best thing, you know? Mm. Like, I like to have them, like, for backup. Like, when I'm driving, if I'm like, you know what? And I think, like, well, sometimes I get bored of music, though. And, like, also, like, I have a book gram, and so I like to try to, like, squeeze in more books if I can, which I can do with audiobooks. Mm. And, like, sometimes there's a book that's, like, 16 hours long, and I'm like, let me cut this time in half. And I don't just do that with books. I like to, I, we talked about this before, but when we do yoga, I'm always like, let's make this shorter. Like, I just. Yeah. You don't have. Excuse me. Has the, I guess the attention span. That's, but like, that's, I don't want to no, be insulting. No, I do have the attention span. I just. But you don't have the patience. Right. Like, I want, I just want but it to be do more. do you have the attention span? I think so. But, like, if you did, wouldn't you be able to sit through a 16-minute video? Well, they're not 16 minutes. Sometimes they're, like, 30. But, like, to see, like, to me, that's not that long. Like, I've done yoga for an hour and a half before. I don't know how. So, like, you don't have you don't have the attention span to sit through a yoga video for 30 minutes. I don't... It's not even that... Like, I could sit through it. I just, like... I'm always thinking, like, what am I going to do next? How do I get through this faster so I can do what I need to do next? But that's your attention. But I feel like it's more of a product, like productivity thing of, like, I want to be more efficient. Like, mm. and you can't do that with yoga. The whole point of yoga is to kind of slow down. Yeah. So yeah. I'm missing the purpose. 
Yes. But that's just a character flaw on my end. My, one of the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I even, I can't relax. Welcome I've learned. Talk to Phil. Hope has been roasting me this whole time. I'm gonna I ha- cry you can after. roast me back. I don't want to. I can sit through a 30-minute yoga video. That's a roast. <laughs> I have nothing to roast you for. Um, I'm not roasting. I'm just trying to get to the deeper meaning behind listening to audiobooks at two times speed. Well, I and I think the, the true meaning is Lindsay. Lindsay's an alien. No. Yeah. No. From outer space. Um, I did see her get here. She got here from Mars. Mm. I have proof. Mm-hmm. This is look. Look at your screen. This is her birth certificate from Mars. <laughs> Put that thing away. Oh, acknowledgement. Put that thing away. Acknowledgement. How did you get my birth certificate? How did you not get your? It was sent in the mail to me. What? From your mom? No, no. It's I told true. her not to send those copies out. Mm-hmm. Told her not to. Um. Moral of the story. Listen to audiobooks or don't. I say, I recommend 1.5 speed. I just, for me, it's not speed. I just don't, doesn't work for me. I yeah. realized the same thing after a year of listening to podcasts. Learn nothing because wow. my brain can't absorb it. It's hard. And especially, like, as I already said, I like to listen to things so I can do something and, like, have something playing. And usually when that happens... My mind is distracted. I'm not getting the full. So, yeah, when I listen to an audiobook, I definitely don't get the full thing. But also, I'm guilty of, like, when I'm reading... When I'm reading? <laughs> when I that read... Song, this song's... This song... This song, good. This song, good. This song, good. I definitely don't get the full thing when I'm reading either. Sometimes, like, occasionally in a book, I'll skim through something and I'm like, oh. Do you ever wonder how much of a book you, like, don't get? Oh, I, I do all the time. All the time. In rereading The Secret Order of the Gumstreet Girls, which I've probably read about nine times now, Mm -hmm. I, like, not so much now. I think if I reread it now, there'd be a few things where, like, oh, I, like, kind of forgot about that. Mm -hmm. I think I'm at that point where I'm kind of like, I read that. I remember that. Like, Mm -hmm. I got all this. Mm -hmm. Um, Just makes you wonder, like, someone put all this time in to write this, and, like, how much can your brain really get? And they really probably, like thought about every single part of the book and worked so hard on it mm-hmm. for you to just like be like eh. are books like our regular chapter books for like adults meant to be reread like are books meant to be reread i think so do i reread books often no i should because like i keep them so it's like hey Eventually, like, I'm probably planning on rereading them, right? If I'm collecting them. How many, like, adult books have you reread? Um, I've read Secret Order. Uh, Secret. <laughs> the Secret Life of Bees a few times. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite books, though. But adult, because I was going to say Harry Potter, but that's not an adult book. That counts. I, really? I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, I'm well, the then judge. I've read that I just, series I just, twice. What I really meant was, like, picture books because like oh, yeah, yeah i've reread picture books because it's my job yeah so yeah well yeah i don't reread adult books occasionally there's some that i really want to reread like um the once and future witches and oh, what else i would reread any stephen king book again um you know it just has to be a book that i really enjoyed the first time around 
Oh, I've reread like The Giver, like things I read in high school. I've reread now just for pleasure and I enjoyed it so much more. Which I don't know if that's just like in my head, like, oh, it's not for an assignment. I enjoy it now. Or it was just like, I actually took the time to slow down and read it. And I'm just a little bit older now and I appreciate it more. I don't know. But yeah. I'd also reread any Ray Bradbury book again because he's the best. Like, I want to reread Martian Chronicles and Slaughterhouse Five. Those books are amazing. Alright, good conversation. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five was good. See, and the funny thing is, I can say that, and I know it's true. Could not tell you most of what happened in that story. And like, I feel like I'm a pretty like diligent reader. Yeah. I reread pages when I like don't realize what's happened, mm-hmm. and I go back, or sometimes I reread a whole chapter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, what? I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, but I could not really tell. Like I could give you the gist. Yeah. Of Slaughterhouse Five, but then like you'll mention something that you read in a book that I recommended to you, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Yeah, like, I literally I love The Miniaturist, one of my favorite books. Yeah. And you would, like, say things, and I'd be like, what are you talking about? I know, about? I would, like, text you, and she'd be like, what? Huh? And I was like, And I really, Dude. I think that really shows how much of a book, even if you enjoyed it, and you read it diligently, you just don't pick up. Because, like, your brain, mm. an average human brain, can't really store that much of a single book. Yeah. Imagine if your brain tried to keep all the information from all the books you've read in the past year. The brain's crazy to me. Like, I can't even get into that. Just your memory process and how that works. The storage space of your brain, to me, seems, like, infinite. I don't know. It's crazy. Not mine. I can't remember anything ever. No. I'm always out of memory space in my brain. You've got, like, one gig. Storage space. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Real bad. But, anyways... Books. Books. Education. Uh, I don't think all books are meant to be reread. Uh, yeah. Just the Bible. <laughs> uh, she's read it four times Arlene. and counting. That one's for you. Um, How is teaching going for you? Okay, we'll go, we'll go right into it. So it's if you guys right didn't know, it. about a month ago I quit my job. <laughs> it was a pretty dark time for me, so I don't know why Lindsay's laughing about it, but it was just necessary at the time. <laughs> But she came back. There was just one coworker, not gonna name her. She was hired this year. Um, I was involved in the hiring process for her as a close acquaintance. You can't, I guess friend. I think some you, people would you say you really friend. can't mix business with. Uh, she still teaches kindergarten at the school. God knows why. <laughs> and I just could not stand to work with her. I even carpooled with her. Don't know why I did that. Um. Big, probably biggest mistake of my 20s, and I'm only 22, so. No. At least um, you can buy I quit because. <laughs> no, I didn't quit. I'm still teaching. I got all of you, all you listeners who thought I was still teaching. She tricked you. So good. Uh, good. You know, for a first ish year teacher, I feel like I'm doing fine. Like, I don't. I talk about work when I get home, but it's not usually like complaining it's more just yeah. like this funny thing happened today yeah um and like when i talk to other teachers i feel like i just this is my normal in teaching covid all the new assessments mm-hmm. we do all the strange behaviors that kind of came out of covid yeah that's my normal so i'm not like longing for something different right and i think that's what's really helped me 
keep can't keep swimming this year mm-hmm. is that I know no different. Right. I I just thought you came in to work at six forty and left at five every day, <laughs> and then I'm hearing from my coworkers that that's not usually how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just thought this is what we did. Yeah. Well, you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I have my student teaching, but, like, I wasn't there enough to get the full grasp of, like, what you did. And then my full year of student teaching or my full-time student teaching was all online. So that was even stranger than what I'm experiencing now. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's <laughs> it's kept me really uh, grateful mm-hmm. and just, like, feeling real blessed. Yeah. That um, – I don't, I don't know what could be. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing good. Lots of laughs. I've really adjusted to just like the average school day. Like doing things on the fly has gotten really easy for me. Um, in terms of like where our school's at, we're just kind of more at where we were supposed to be when the school year started. In terms of like what's available to us, what's in our classrooms and stuff like yeah. that. So... It's been a I am doing good. Um, not, not even stressed about assessments that are due in two weeks. Yeah, I feel like I have it scheduled all, so I'm getting done. I've been enjoying the assessments. I, you know, I compare it to the assessments from the beginning of the year, and it's validating for me to see like I'm doing something right because mm-hmm. all of them have shown growth. And so it's really nice to see. I was really worried that some were going to show regression. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be like, that's my fault, you know. Um, and sometimes there's days where it feels like we didn't learn anything. Because, like, there's some days where you kind of just have to focus on class management. Mm-hmm. Like, coming back from a break. Or, you know, after a period where, like, the kids have reset. Or the day after Halloween or whatever. Like, Every class is different, but in my class, we do focus a lot on class management and our rules. Um, I have a bit of a rowdy bunch, but I love them to death. But we are working on, you know, being like civilized humans in our classroom every day. So sometimes, you know, the learning is... You can't learn if the class isn't like a just flowing like effectively you know mm-hmm. if people are screaming rolling around you can't teach during that yeah and that's been one of my biggest struggles is like just finding the like energy to keep going and like put out these small fires and like do it consistently because consistency is key it really is in oh. education oh boy is it and it is hard to keep the energy going sometimes i'm just like Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just don't want to deal with this right now. Like, but if you don't, then it could all, it might as well all just go out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to be consistent. I finally have like an entire set of slides for all of our transitions throughout the day, cleaning up what you need to have out when we start something. And that's like the first thing I pull up in the morning on my computer. And that has made such a difference in my classroom. My kids, I was really bad about having a consistent transition for cleaning up. Like, I have the tidy up song that, like, I learned from one of my, um, what are they called? The, te- the teacher you work under. Like, your teacher mentor? Yeah. Your co-teacher? Oh, your cooperating teacher. Yeah. I was like, it is, it's co-teacher, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and like I've, I've been using that song now and that's on every slide for cleanup Mm -hmm. 
and it's not long enough, and I figured that out, and I haven't really found a solution, but it's so ingrained. Do you ingrained. know how to loop on YouTube? Yeah. I, you just right-click on the video. I know, but it's it's embedded in a slide. Oh. Um, although it might be a setting in Google Slides to make it loop. Mm-hmm. But uh, that has just made such a difference. Um, and it's like this in the second they hear it, they know, clean up. Yeah. Now we're... Now that we know it's time to clean up and everyone gets into cleanup mode, we're working on doing it faster. Because sometimes it takes them like five minutes. Yeah. And I have told them, us you guys, uh, come on. Well, also <laughs> for us, work. like, when they start cleaning up the Legos, they'll, like, slam them down. And I've – it's so loud. And mm-hmm. I'm just – like, the noise level is really a problem. Like, I feel bad for some of the other kids because, like, at the end of the day, sometimes my ears are just, like, raw. Like – my ear canals I can just tell that they're like and I just know some of my other kids are suffering as well yeah and like the Legos are so loud and I'm like guys we're gonna ban these if you're not gonna clean them up quietly you don't need to break them apart every single like no, every single that. one if it fits in the bin put it in yeah it's fine and, if, if, and then if it doesn't all fit break up a few yeah something that like I found during cleanup because I have a few kids that like to be extra loud mm-hmm. during cleanup is I pick that group they tend to hang out together. Mm-hmm. And that's who I clean up with during cleanup. Mm-hmm. So if I have four kids playing with the wood blocks who like to throw them, I'm like, oh, I'll help you clean up. Yeah. And then that kind of like gets them back into like, oh, she's here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. then my other kids are fine. Like I've noticed I was so worried about my easel and um, paint. I started out the year with watercolor. So like that'll be the easiest for them to clean up. And then one day I introduced acrylic. And now we have acrylic paint at our easel every time they want to paint. And, like, the kids who like to paint in my class are so diligent about cleaning their brushes and cleaning out the water. And I'm, like, amazed. And then the kids who just get out blocks, I'm like, let's work on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just interesting. Um, and, like, one day I was like, the water is not cleaned out in our easel. And, like, the one girl who was painting was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to do it. I have to do it right now. And I was like, thank you. It's cute. And then I was just like, well, if you dry your brushes out, I'm going to throw them away. Mm-hmm. And, like, stuff like that where they're like, oh, I have to take care of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, cleanup clean up can get so chaotic. It can. It is. I've said this many times this week. The most chaotic time in the day is, especially for us, free center cleanup. Because mm-hmm. we have free center time every day in kinder. Yeah. It gets crazy. Like... Especially if I'm assessing and I can't give my full attention to the rest of the class. Mm-hmm. And their voice levels get, like, the, just the noise level gets really high. Like, you can shout all you want. It's not going to really fix it. Like, okay, keep your voice. Like, for us, like, that just doesn't work. So I'm trying to, like, troubleshoot a way to remind them, like, okay, let's keep our voice level or just the noise level, like, at a certain number, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, without having to like just sound like a broken record over and over again yeah so yeah yeah voice level took my class a really long time to Mm -hmm. adjust to just like three of them just always a level four yeah which if you don't know that's an outside voice (laughs) yeah we have loud level zero silence which i literally never asked for because i think that's unrealistic Mm -hmm. personal preference Level one is, like, whispering to a friend. Mm -hmm. Level two is working, like, with your table. Like, table. Just, it's, like, talking like this. Three three for us is just, like, talking around the classroom. And then four is presenting or singing as a class. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then some of my kids, when I tell them, 
we're not doing a level four or five today. We don't shout. They always go, oh, you mean like this? And then they shout, and I'm like, just like that. That's what we're not You're doing. You're so good at that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I tried the thing where you put the monitor up on the screen that, like, monitors the voice level. Yeah. That made it worse. They all wanted to make it go off. Yes, mine did, too. They were like, bah! Like, and I was like, we're going to remove this real quick. He told me that's what he uses, and I was just like, I couldn't. <laughs> I tried. You know, every group's different. Yeah. I was like, no, my kids just wanted to set it off. Yeah. And at a certain point, I wasn't going to punish all the kids because two of them wanted to make yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Go crazy on the screen. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that, flashback. When I was in fourth grade, my class was really challenging. We had a lot of challenging behaviors. And, um, I mean, I'm just going to be upfront. I was not one of them. I was very quiet, very shy. But the whole class had to suffer. Like, we all got punished. We all had to sit out at recess as a whole class every day against the wall. Brutal. Brutal. It Like, just the whole class punishment thing. I'm just like, why was that ever a good idea, you know? The only whole class punishment we ever do is lining up. Yeah, everyone goes to back down. how to line up. And that's because it's so many of them. I'm yeah. like, we'll just all do it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't, I never, I never take away recess, especially from the whole class, unless it's a safety issue. Yeah. Like, you're kicking people. Yes. Uh, I have a lot also, of safety issues in my house. I don't want to sit with my kids all of you. I like to walk around at recess. I don't want to make them follow me around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've figured out that other things are just harder, and recess doesn't really work, like, mm-hmm. for my kids to take away, because a lot of them need it. Mm-hmm. So why would I take that away? Um, I don't... Now that I think about it, I don't take away anything anymore. Unless it's, like, something they're holding. But I'm, like... I'm never, like, you can't do this. Because I low-key just can't keep track of that. I do not. Yeah, that's something I struggle with is... If I say it, do I follow through with it? I always... And the answer is no. (laughs) Like, I used used to tell some of my kids, like, I'm going to have to email your parents about this. Mm -hmm. And then I wouldn't. And I'd be like, "Mm, now they're confused. well, now they I know, never say that. Now they know, oh, she doesn't mean it. She's not going to do it. Yeah, I definitely emailed all their parents at least once about something so they know I talked to their parents, but yeah. I stopped saying that because I realized, if anything, I should, say, I should say I have emailed your parents after I've done it because I don't want them to, I don't know. I don't like threatening. I don't like threatening my kids. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy thought there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I just, I don't know. I'm trying to think what my, like discipline has been over the past few weeks when things have been really hard and it's really just one-on-one conversations with that kid Mm -hmm. i don't take things away anymore Mm -hmm. um i mean i i notify parents but it's not supposed to be a punishment it's more like talking with their parents about what we can do to help them yeah and i feel like that has really helped because it's those one-on-one conversations are really just like building your relationship with your kid Mm-hmm. And, like, my strongest relationships are by far with my most challenging kids. Oh, I talk yeah. To them all the time. Mine, too, because I have to spend so much time talking. And, like, they're great kids. They're hilarious. But, like, and I think sometimes I'm guilty of, like, snapping at them or getting really frustrated with them during carpet time or whatever it is because, like, they can't sit still and they can't listen. And then I think, like, maybe it's not a realistic expectation for them. Maybe their brain is wired differently and, mm-hmm. like, they literally don't have it in them to sit still. And, like, I need to help accommodate for them so that, like, and find something that they can use or hold. Yeah. So they can, like, 
listen, but also not disrupt others, you know? Because, like, it does get frustrating whenever they take your teaching time and it's, like, you have 15 other kids who are sitting quietly looking at you waiting. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, they're losing out on their own learning time because, like, you're having to help with other behaviors. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. It, like, it's hard to find that balance and it's hard to figure out your your way of, like, discipline and, like, class management. You know, I have to take away recess from some of my kids because it is a safety issue. Like, they tackle each other at recess and they do this stuff. And I'm like, oh, if you're not being safe, like, you're going to have to sit with me. Yeah. And then we talk during that time and we have a great conversation and we Mm -hmm. get, you know, so it's just, I'm like, is this really, like, a punishment? Because we're both enjoying this. So, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's all, it's all, like, routines. Like, I had one student who was always so hard on carpet, and I never, the expectation at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the year with him was not even to sit still on the carpet. I don't ask any of my kids to do that, because they can't. I can't. A lot of times, I'm fidgeting with my hands when I'm talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, what I established with him was, when we go to carpet time, specifically for read-alouds, that's where he really struggles, he immediately goes to my teacher table he picks his fidget item and he gets to use it during the read-along. Yeah. And that has made such a difference. Or sometimes I let him organize my, uh, like, crayon box because he mm-hmm. just likes that stuff. I'm like, I have the same thing. You get thing. to choose. You can play with a poppet or you can organize this box. And he goes, yeah. I want this. And I go, okay. But if you want to switch in the middle, just do it quietly. Mm-hmm. And that has, like, made a difference because I think for him it's like, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. I'm in control. Yeah. So yeah. if he gets those two choices, he is in control. He gets to choose the one mm-hmm. he does. That's, like, also love and logic is giving them choices, but mm-hmm. they're choices that you're you're okay with either one of them, yeah. whichever one they pick. Because, like, telling him, like, you have to use your fidget now was just a punishment for him. Or at least that's probably what it felt like. I mean, it wasn't really. It was more just, like, please use this so mm-hmm. I can teach mm-hmm. this story. <laughs> like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, why does she want me to use this so bad? Why is no one else using this? Oh, yeah. We, I talked, I'm like, I have observed that this really helps you during your read a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you think this helps you? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of my kids, they feel like they really get a lot of special treatment when they get stuff like that. I try really hard to frame things as helping, not, like, punishing. Yeah. So, like, when I email your mom and we talk about it, we're trying to find a way to help you in the classroom. Not, like, I'm emailing your mom and she's going to yell at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, maybe I know. she does. I don't know. <laughs> but. I know. And, like, in the moment, for me, it's just so hard to, like, not snap, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working on, like, for me, my goal is, like, take a step back, take a breath before you handle, that's my watch, sorry. Oh, my gosh, it's just midnight. It's time to get up for work. <laughs> oh, at midnight? No, thank you. Um, But just, like, yeah, taking a breath, you know, reminding myself, like, they're five. You got to give them some grace. Mm-hmm. And then... Every time I do talk with my kids who have, like, been giving me, like, hell during a lesson or something, it's never, like, they're, they never are, like, I just wanted to do this. I, I just wanted to make it hard. It's just, like, I don't know mm-hmm. why I did that. Yeah. And, like, that tells me, like, they're not coming from a bad place. Maybe they literally can't help it, whatever they're doing. And, like, you know, I really like the way you fr- – oh, my phone is plugged in. I'm going to toss it onto my bed. But I really like the way you frame that of, like, we're going to find a way to, like, help this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to find a solution to this, you know? Yeah. Because you might need something different. 
to learn better. And like, I ultimately, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to make fun of you, make fun of you, but like, I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not here to yell at you or to scold you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to teach you. And like, part of that is finding the accommodations that suit you. Yeah. And it's hard to find accommodations when you have... Oh, sometimes you have to go through, like, 50. Yeah. And, like, multiple kids sometimes need them, and it's it's a lot to keep up with. It's a lot to manage. Yeah. And then, like, you you always have to have that conversation of, like, this is what this student needs right now. Because, like, sometimes I'll let one kid play with the poppet, and then all the other kids are like, hold on. Yeah. Why do they get it? Where's my poppet? And I'm like, we'll get there. We... I have that problem with behavior charts. I've got to work through your needs. Yeah. You know, like, I've got to find what works best for you. And I find that you sit on the carpet really well. Yeah. You know, so I think that works that for time. you. Yeah. Um, I have, we use behavior charts, like goal charts. It's just, like, private between me and the student. But my other kids will notice and they'll be like, when do I get one? And I'm like, no, you don't need one. Sometimes, you know, other friends just need a little extra support. Yeah. At the end of the this day, on, goal and- on Friday, one of my students was like, how come this student gets to use Legos at the end of the day? And I was like, well, um, you know, that's something that I've worked out with that student and we work on a goal every day. And when she reaches that goal, she gets to use Legos. And she was like, so Legos are just for kids with issues. <laughs> and I said, no, they're not issues. I said, it's just a need. We work through a need with that student. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, it's not an issue. So they have issues. They're working. Through. Oh my gosh. Kids are so funny. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. They're um, funny. Yeah, my kids, I was really, like, at the beginning of the year, I think for one of my students, the behavior chart or the goal chart was really like a, why do I have this and no one else has it? Mm -hmm. And I really tried to be like, even when he wouldn't reach his goals, which for the first few weeks was like almost never. Mm -hmm. It was like, what can we do tomorrow to reach him? You know, hey, you didn't reach him today, but we can do it tomorrow and that's okay. And now, like, it's like an empowering thing for him. And my other student with one, too. They, like, go tell their friends that they reached the goals. Like, I, I used kind words today, and I got to use mm-hmm. Legos. Mm-hmm. And I was telling our principal about it, and she was just like, that's amazing that they're, like, excited about this. They want to do their goal charts at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, can, can we get them out and do them in the library? Mm-hmm. I can't go do it. And then, of course, I have to uh, check because I'm like, no, I don't think we reached that goal during read aloud. Yeah. They're like, no, I think I did. I'm like, no. Did you? And they're like, no. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> but that's been, I've gotten so consistent with those. The first few months as well is not consistent with mm-hmm. my goal charts. Yeah, and I'm so, I'm like. Really kicks you in your own butt when you do yeah. that. I mean, there's times where I'll just have to shove it in their backpack and I didn't even get to talk about it with them. Why mm-hmm. they didn't get all of their goals. Um, so I'm like. Thinking about setting a few alarms during the day of, like, now's a check-in time with their goal chart. So yeah. that they're not, at the end of the day, like, I don't even know why I don't have them all. Like, yeah. that's not fair. I feel like if you, I used to only check in during dismissal, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I don't know, did they get there? Like, I don't even remember this first half of the day. Right. And now we do it right after lunch, and then at the end of the day, that yeah. way we can check in on those first three. Yeah. And it's just hard, too, when you have... A lot. Like, I have four who are using behavior charts, and it's, like... Mm -hmm. And then I have two more who I just use, like, daily, just more for their parents. Their parents requested, like, communication, so I put in a little calendar in their red folders, Mm -hmm. and we'll just write, you know, put it a smiley face or whatever, and then, like, a little note of how the day was. And it's a lot. I mean, that's six things to keep up with. Six different students, and it's, like, oof. 
and the end of the day is chaotic and quick and I'm usually rushing around trying to like I'm like hey wait I have to fill this out in your red folder real quick yeah and so yeah I need I want to get to a point where I do that before a certain time at dismissal you know yeah it's hard some of my teammates like put a sticker every day or like take the sticker away if something like happened during the day and I'm just mm-hmm. like don't know how you do that don't yeah know. I, I know they do, do it during their planning my... period but like how do you, where do you but find what the about... time to go back through and take away the sticker if you need to or yeah you know? or like I don't sometimes like I don't have a planning period because we have a meeting mm-hmm. you know there's just some days where you don't yeah and so how do I you I just told my parents I don't do stickers <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like if there's nothing on their chart Fine day. Good yeah. day. Yeah. If there's something written there, check it Fine out. Day. Let me know. Let yeah. me know if you want to talk about it. Yeah. Also, because I, I don't have that, I don't have stickers for that, <laughs> and I'm not gonna go buy them. <laughs> no. When I student taught in second grade, like the the system they had worked out, it was a nice system. It was really smooth. Like, and they were a little bit more independent, so they didn't need as much help packing up. Like a lot of my kids need help packing up still, mm-hmm. but. They would get their folders, bring it to the teacher. She would give them a stamp and their thing, and then they would pack up. Like, and that was their system. Yeah. And it was, like, for the day, like, you get a stamp or you don't get a stamp, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you don't get a stamp, it's because you, like, didn't meet expectations. Yeah. But I don't think my class in kinder yet, we're out of, like, I would like to do that. I don't think we're out of place yet, though, where we're ready for that. Yeah. Mine... I mean, the amount of times I have modeled packing up your backpack for them and shown them, this is what you put in first. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm still like going through like, oh, let's fix this. Oh, let's fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's just, and then like half of my kids get picked up at like tw- 15 minutes before dismissal starts mm-hmm. for Boys and Girls Club. And I'm like, we're still doing a craft right now. Yeah. I have some who don't bring their red folders to school every day too. Mm-hmm. I have one whose red folder doesn't fit in their backpack. I'm like, please get a bigger backpack. <laughs> I really, I have, I have one student who they're on their third red folder because they've lost so many, and because of stuff going on at home, I don't blame them. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll give you a new one. Yeah. If you find the other one, they'll return it. Yeah, please. I'll wipe, I'll wipe your name off and use oh it gosh. next year. You know what the best hack I ever learned was as a teacher? You probably know it. What? Like just getting sharpie off of things, just like right over it in an Excel marker and wipe uh-huh. it off. It comes in handy for folders, notebooks. Yeah. It's awesome. Love it's, that trick. It's a good one. Because, like, I'm, like, even realizing all these things I've written my students' names on that, like, I didn't really need to write it permanently on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, realizing oh, I can just wipe it off later. Mm-hmm. It's also nice, too. Like, sometimes I use numbers instead. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because it's, like, you can use that every year. Yeah. You know? Yes. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that. I'm thinking like we're at, we're at the two and a half hour mark. <laughs> That's it. Oh my gosh, we have to go for at least five. Yeah, a, a, we're a, lobbying. A well-rounded five. Let's do an outside of work check-in. Okay. You start. Oh, okay. Just in my life. No, I want to only hear checking about your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me tell you. Um, you know, let me gather my thoughts for a minute. I'm doing all right. I'm, I mean, it's kind of about work. I'm just trying to find a healthy balance between work life and not work life. 
and like with the not work life it's kind of hard to like maintain like relationships and like check in on my friends and make sure that they're okay mm-hmm. um when like i just want to come home and like climb in bed and like just kind of like log off for the day mentally yeah and like i'm trying also because like i don't know fitness is really important to me but like i really don't want to go to the gym a lot these days which is kind of weird for me um it's just hard to like muster the energy to like go Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to set a goal for myself to, like, that I think is healthy, you know, and stay in the gym and, like, because it helps, too, I think, for me mentally to get a good workout in. Um, but, yeah, I've also been dealing a little bit with, like, more, like, heightened anxiety when I'm not doing work things. Yeah. Which is very frustrating because, I mean, I calculated it and we worked a minimum of 60 hours this last week i was gonna say i was talking to harvey about it and i was just like i have not worked that much since like the first i don't know one or two weeks of school it was so much we were at school a lot and a lot of those hours were kind of an expectation yeah like not just like i was just there kind of fixing like like, no like we We had had to be there for our event yeah yeah, maybe I could have decorated my door at school, but I just don't think that would have gone, like, during yeah. the school day, that would have been really hard. Yeah. Um, and then everything outside of that. Yeah, because you come home and you still have more week. work. Yeah. But for me, there's, like, a weird, not even, like, a guilt thing, but, like, uh, oh, I didn't, like, today, if I didn't do anything for work, and I just, like, today, let's say, for instance, I did not go to the gym today, but I did work for school. So it's okay. Hmm. But it's like, why Like, would it, Why would it not be okay if I also didn't do... Like, why can't I just no, enjoy a Saturday? definitely fine to skip work things all the time. Yeah, it's something that I'm, like, really dealing with. And I just... I don't know. I have an issue with, like, productivity. And I definitely experience a lot of anxiety. And, like, it definitely alters my mood. Like, the first few days of, like, Thanksgiving break, I was, like, very depressed and, like, having a very difficult time. Um, and then it got better. I think, like, getting to see my family and stuff helped. And it, in my mind, though, it was still just, like, that's productive. Like, you got to see yeah. your family. It's, like, why does it always think, have to be framed in this productivity bullshit? Like I think that's why I always kind of end up going home for longer than I plan to. Mm-hmm. It's because knowing myself, I... I, I don't know if for me it's so much anxiety, but I just get really antsy. And, like, I'm like, oh, I need to be doing something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, Which is ironic because then when I'm working, I come home and I do nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. And then I don't do the work. I did eventually need to do, and then I get stressed about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, well, I feel like it's kind of something we're trained to feel like is the right thing to do like america has like a toxic productivity view of like life like if you're not you know on the grind all the time oh you're not it's your fault that you're not a billionaire yeah um and like you know going to school and like being at school for eight hours a day either as a teacher or as a student Mm -hmm. and then expected being expected to go home and continue that and then basically eat dinner probably do an after school activity and then yeah. go to bed and like that's that's what makes you like successful oh like, no but also like, you have to have a social life yeah it's yeah like, like it's crazy and like 
a 40 hour work week is insane. That's it too is. much. And I yet that's like my petition yeah. to have four day work weeks and three day weekends. Right. It's just, it's crazy. I feel like I also struggle during breaks to like find things. It's hard for, I'm, I'm reminding myself and I, I think maybe you heard it during that one PD we had of like, Doing nothing is okay. Yeah. That it's productive because it's for your like your health. Yeah. To do nothing. Yeah. Um, and that's hard. I think that's why I have picked up so many hobbies is because like if I'm not working, then I want to be doing something else. Yeah. And that's sometimes you just need to sit. But I what's can... so annoying to me is the fact that like I feel like I need to trick my brain into like thinking oh like like naps are productive. They like you're getting some rest. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, if, to me, it's, like, if I frame it that way of, well, it's productive, then it's almost, like, tricking myself, like, oh, it's, like, why do I even have to do that? I wish I could just skip yeah, that like step and just be, just like... It be okay because it is. Because it's just okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to rest. Like, shit, go rest. Like, yeah. you need it. Take a nap. Yeah. Sleep until the next day of work. <laughs> you need it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But me too, I'm doing my me too, me too thing. Yeah. I, that. I mean, I don't know. I feel happy. I feel really lucky. Like, I think I'm in a good place in life, you know? Um, I have been taking more time to, like, meditate before bed and slow down and think. And every single night, I get in bed and I just think. And I've been doing this for so long now, but I'm just like, I can't believe I made it another day. Like, I'm here back in my bed another day. I survived another day against all odds. Whatever was trying to, like, kill me today, I survived. Hawkins, she's raising her hand. <laughs> That's Miss Hawkins trying to kill you. I just love that of, like, you, at the end of the day, you get in your bed, the day's oh, melting away yeah. off of you, and you're just like, That's so comfortable. I did it, I can relax. Like, well, it's not even like, oh, I earned this relaxation, but, like, sometimes it feels like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. No, overall, I'd say I'm happy. I just need to, like, kind of chill out with the productivity stuff. It's annoying. Well, and I feel like my first semester teaching last year, it was, like, really, really hard for me to balance. Like, I was just kind of, like, always frantic. Always feeling like I wasn't doing enough, but then, like, always wanting a break Mm -hmm. because I felt like I was doing too much. Um, I don't know. Hopefully you'll adjust. Yeah, I think I will. I'm it's, adjusting. I think I definitely will. What do they say? It's like your third year of teaching where you really like find your groove. Mm-hmm. Almost there. <laughs> Making our way. I have almost taught for a year now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I found enough of a groove to be comfortable. Not a, not enough of a groove where I can come home and just not do anything because. I've, it's all set up and done. Yeah. But enough of a groove where I'm not, like, running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Yeah. that was definitely, like, the first month of school. I was just like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. But now work feels fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been... I feel fine. I have not consciously felt stress. There must be some residual stress because my eczema is still horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what to do about that because I don't, I don't notice it. Like, I'm always going to be like, have some stresses about some things, but I don't go to bed nervous. I don't have issues sleeping. Yeah. Um, but I'm feeling 
pretty good. I'm excited about winter break. Yes. I'm um, just excited for the holidays. I was, I tweeted this the other day, but like when you're a teacher, I just feel like all holidays are so exciting. They are because you're just like decorating. You're talking to your kids about yeah, it. Yeah, you just like hype them up so much. Right. You're like, we're doing oh a gosh. holidays around the world it's unit. It's a month next and a week. half away, but are you excited? We're talking about Swedish Christmas. We're talking about Hanukkah. We're talking about, um, like Christmas celebrated in Mexico. So like uh-huh. focusing on like poinsettias. <sighs> We're talking about Germany. Oh, I think that we we listened to half of it. It's kind of a long read aloud, but it's a great book. Yeah, we're listening to that next weekend. We're making paper poinsettias. Yeah, really excited. I just love the crafts. Sometimes it's things like that where I'm like, no, that's not really math or like reading or writing centered. But like we're learning about different cultures and like I don't know. I want my kids to like have that extra little like oomph in their learning of like oh i learned about how germany does this today yeah. like that's well, so then, cool like, that's vocab that's application of speaking skills yeah. you know like that's still higher level thinking if yeah. you have like the right questions it's so like it's not... understanding it's good trivia mm-hmm. when they grow up and go to trivia night at pluckers exactly we they're literally gonna be just, carrying their team we listened to the polar express for 16 minutes and i had no i was like i don't know i guess this is reading <laughs> but eat your snack Mm-hmm. And enjoy it because it's got some cool illustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my plants oh, are by doing the better. Way. Oh, good. My monstera is not dead. Nothing has died recently. Good. Which That's is nice. always nice with my a plants. happy update. I was gonna say during snack. Remember when you told me like your kid, you just like let your kids talk during snack. I started doing that. I just kind of observed. And it's just so cute to watch them have conversations. Isn't it? Because it's also like all their life they're going to know social media. And I know in my life texting is a lot easier than talking face-to-face. But the face-to-face interaction is so much better. Oh, yeah. And so it's kind of nice to just let them have that time even if they don't realize it, to just talk face-to-face with their classmates about whatever they want during snack, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just really, like, pure, I feel like. It is. It's cute when it's, like, they, yeah, they're just, like, free to, like, do their thing. Like, mm-hmm. they're not... So, I feel like on the playground, like, they don't talk as much as, like, they're play, running. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then at lunch, they, like, do talk, but, like, I don't know. I Lunch monitors are interesting, I don't know. Some lunch monitors don't really let the kids talk. Um, Or, like, they're like, you have to eat all your food. Mm -hmm. That's some stuff I've observed walking through different lunch areas at our school. Anyways. Um, Yeah, I... When we did a craft one day, I find crafts are where usually, if it's just the right craft, I can really just observe my kids for the whole craft. Yeah. And when we made our little Texas flag, like, things where we tore construction paper, I just, like, it was, like... We were in, like, the flow. Is that what it is? Is that the thing with, like, the Navy SEALs or whatever? What? When you're, like, in flow. And it's, like, where everyone's I working. don't know. Together in, like, the same mindset. It just, like, worked. Yeah, and you're just, like, all together, like, on the same level. Mm-hmm. That's, like, where we were for that craft. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, walking around, like, smiling. Because my kids were just, like, I need the blue. And they would, like, pass the blue. And, like, there was no fights about it. I'm, like, yeah. oh, you can use my glue. And, like, mm-hmm. normally we're fighting over glue. Oh, us too. So, that clear, invisible glue is oh, a hot yeah. commodity. Uh, uh, liquid glue in my classroom is 
strictly off limits unless Miss Hawkins gives you a bottle of Liverpool. Oh, the pencil sharpener is off limits in my class, and Hope over here <laughs> spent a good, I don't know, 20, today. 30 minutes getting this pencil that was jammed in my pencil sharpener. Like, she had to unscrew it. The screws were stripping. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you got those screws out, but you did. Perseverance. <laughs> yes. Um, our word of the month. And she pulled out the pencil, and there was a razor chunks in it. But I, I'm so thankful and so relieved because I was like, dang, like I really need a pencil sharpener. They, the pencils get dull so fast. Yeah. And it was a gift. A parent brought that for me. And I was like, it just drove me crazy knowing that it wasn't working. And Mm -hmm. now I just, I'm just so happy you did that. I just, I really think I'm like kind of known as like the handyman around our apartment. Yeah. And I don't think I'm actually any better at any of it or that it comes naturally to me i just literally can't leave something undone you just try for so much longer like i literally sat with your pencil sharpener for probably like an hour today yeah there was a point in time where i was like i don't know and i walked away from it and then you kept going and i was like okay i was like no you don't have to keep going this will be fixed yeah and it was fixed and then i fixed our toilet handle later oh good i'm glad you fixed it how did you end up fixing it i'll do it we bought a new one. Mm-hmm. So, short little story. Our toilet flush handle, like, broke. It, yeah. like, wouldn't turn anymore. Yeah. Um, we could still flush the toilet manually. I mean, that's still kind of manually, but whatever. So, we went to Lowe's, and Silly Little Hope was like, hey, this isn't our toilet. We're not going to live here forever. We shouldn't have to pay for a really nice handle. Let's get the cheapest one. Yeah. A big mistake. Then Harvey and I fiddled with it for probably an hour in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Could not get it to hook up right because it was such a cheap one that it was just not working. Mm-hmm. So then we went and got like a nicer one. Only $2 more expensive, but it was from Walmart. And I think at Lowe's they were probably upcharging a little bit because it's a handyman store, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Harvey still couldn't get this one because the way you're supposed to do it, it was running into like the toilet wall or whatever so like yeah. you couldn't actually get it to like move to flush and i was just like go i'm gonna do this and i figured it out and it was so satisfying and i really think i would still be working on it now if i hadn't yeah. gotten it yet you guys yeah y'all were working on it for a minute it today just, i wanted it to be fixed well, good job kudos um, and it was only 11 dollars, so mm-hmm. i'm not too mad the apartment's not getting it's worth, that much it's money. 11 dollars is a good price for a peace of mind I love peace of mind. This is true. Coming to find that in the last year. I just love fixing things. You do like fixing things. Um, Probably why I like being a teacher is I like to like fix all these little problems for my kids. I don't like mm-hmm. to fix my kids. I like no. to fix the problems that are occurring in the classroom. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Probably yeah. I like puzzles too. I love puzzles so much. We have to start a Christmas puzzle soon. As soon as we finish our old puzzle. I think Sally said she's free tomorrow. Are you free tomorrow? Yeah, I'm free tomorrow. She can come over and do that with us. Maybe I can do like a nice afternoon on. puzzle, you know? Yeah, we can have tea. That'd be crazy. <laughs> we'll talk in British accent. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, well, I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, we're actually at an hour, which is wow. funny because you said we don't have to record for an hour. Yeah, we started kind of late, and it's late now, but... It had been a really long time, and I'm I'm really glad we got to record again. Me too. Just yawning through that. Yeah, so this is going to be our last time recording, just because I can't stand recording with Hope. <laughs> You're so, a bitch. So, good. 
Mark it double explicit, please. Double. Uh, signing explicit off now forever. Squirt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Hopefully this... we find a more consistent routine for recording. And by we, Lindsay means herself, because I am quitting. This is my last day. <laughs> yes. Uh, she put in it? her two weeks. Was it <laughs> tendering your resignation? What is that? What's the phrase? I Tender my res- resignation? What? Like tenderize? Lindsay's never quit a job in her life. She's only been fired, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never worked ever. I don't have a job. No. I actually currently live in the trees, and I plan to keep it that way until She's I'm outside my removed. window sitting in her tree. I had to throw the microphone to her. Yeah, thank you, by the way. Ca-ca, Next time, if you could just throw it a little bit uh, softer. I can't take any more uh, nosebleeds. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. Okay. Uh, that's it. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Hopefully next time is not that far. Not that far. Yeah. Oh, watch Midnight Mass. Oh my gosh. Please. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks. Yeah. You look like you want to say something else. I was just going to ask you. <laughs> see, then I feel like it's weird because this is No, just ask me. Did you find the priest attractive in Midnight Mass? Did you? Yes. I knew you did. I didn't think you would, though. No, I didn't find him. Not your type. I liked him. He's likable. I really liked him. I won't, yeah. I didn't think he was, like, not not a nice-looking guy. But I, he did, he's not my cup of tea. Now, Riley, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What a cutie pie. I'm glad we got to squeeze that in. You don't think Riley's cute? No, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Erin. She's beautiful. She's very beautiful. Yeah. I'm trying to think. The. Erin's. No, not Erin. I thought the sheriff mom. was cute. Ooh, doctor's sheriff's mom was cute. a cutie. Sheriff's cute. He's not like. He's just cute, though. Oh, no. see, I thought he's really attractive. And I also thought that in Bly Manor, he's the chef. Mm-hmm really like him and his style he got drip i think by far the most attractive character was definitely bev though <laughs> bev she's just so wholehearted so and wholesome just so caring she's and thoughtful puts the people first yeah for sure for a sure. straight away ticket to heaven mm-hmm. yeah one way that ticket. Bev. yeah all right yeah watch it watch all of those shows by manor Haunting of Hill House, Midnight Mass. They're fabulous. Wonderful. I might rewatch Haunting of Hill House just on my own. Just we tried rewatching it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't know what happened there. I don't know, but just to have something on it like the background, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you All again right. for listening. Thanks for stopping by our little learning corner. And come back again. See you real soon. Good night. Bye.